Bluff Country, KCUE, it's Ava LaRue, joined on the phone by Senator Steve Draskowski. He is here representing District 20, as we have lots on the table that's happening in our district that people should know that's going through the state legislature right now. So, uh, Senator Steve Draskowski, you mentioned that we have the February budget forecast that just came out, and this is something that everybody should know about. Yes, certainly, Ava. The way that... um the way that the legislature uh, develops their uh, two-year budget, which we are in the first year of the two-year biennium, and in that first year, Ava, is the year that we set the budget for the next two years. And the benchmark for that is determined by a budget forecast that just came out uh, earlier this week, the February budget forecast. And what if, if listeners will remember uh, the the projected over-collection of the people's taxes for the biennium back in the November forecast was at $17.6 billion of over-collection. Now, after the uh, forecast that just came out for February, which is the important one, uh, the that has actually increased to $19 billion, so the $19 billion of over-collection. Uh, with that, though, uh, the Democrat majority just passed a bill to um, to bake inflation into future spending. So what that means is, instead of 19 billion dollars, it's going to become 17.5 billion that's actually available for tax cuts or spending. And the reason it goes down 1.5 billion is when you add inflation in that automatically commits that $1.5 billion to future spending uh, baked into law. So that's what that decision did, is it, uh, is it spent a bunch of it, and uh, about $1.5 billion out of that surplus is, uh, is already spent. And so we're down to $17.5 billion, which is still a historic uh, high surplus or over-collection of people's money uh, that is out in front of us here. So what will happen next is that the the budget committees, the finance committees, in both the House and Senate will look at their different areas from education to agriculture to health and human services to judiciary. All of those areas will look at their budget area and how it fits into that forecast, and uh, they will uh, each house will come out with its budget then and use the forecast in helping develop the kind of the fundamentals as they go forward. Well, Steve, we appreciate you keeping us up to date on what's happening with that budget forecast. And uh, we also wanted to touch a bit about a few bills that have recently passed. Yes, uh, some some major bills have passed. I think maybe listeners have heard a a little bit about them. Uh, But the very first bill that uh, Senate and House uh, Democrats brought, because in Ava, in the Minnesota legislature, the Democrats uh, have a 70 to 64 majority in the House right. and a 34 to 33 majority in the Senate. So uh, they, they, the way we like to say it, they run the place. Yep. And so <laughs> their, um, their uh, top bill that they brought forward was House File and Senate File 1, which, was un- which created a fundamental right to unlimited abortion uh, up to the point of birth. And uh, we had... A lot of uh, Republicans had a lot of uh, amendments. We had 54 amendments we offered on the Senate floor to bring some safety into that equation for 
women, girls, and babies, and uh, all 54 amendments were rejected by the majority, and they steamrolled the bill through. So that was the first one. Uh, the second major bill that we had was the uh, 100% clean, uh, carbon-free energy mandate by 2040, which we like to call the blackout bill, because uh, economists say if this goes into place, there will be rolling blackouts uh, in January of each year by 2040. 55-hour rolling blackout is a prediction. Uh, and uh, this mandates that we reduce and get rid of our dependable baseload coal and and even uh, nuclear energy as well as not part of their uh, equation going forward to 2040. Uh, really a, a flawed approach, but it passed and was signed into law by the governor. The third major one was one that just passed last week, um, which gives driver's licenses to illegal aliens uh, and actually um, uh, really a, a, a flawed bill that um, uh, certainly uh, people want uh, safety, and want, but uh, the, the, the Democrats were claiming that this is somehow going to make our roads safer, while reality is, um, I think we're giving driver's licenses and giving documentation to people who are here illegally, and it's going to make it uh, so that they uh, can probably vote down the road and uh, can access some of our government programs and those types of things. Really not, I don't think, what people want to have happen. They'll want to reward uh, violating our law with uh, giving these types of privileges to people. So um, anyway, those are the three major bills that have already passed into law. And I don't know, do we want to talk about catalytic converters? Yeah, I think that's uh, really relevant to uh, people in our area here. Okay, so just uh, two days ago we had um, on the Senate floor the, uh, the bill that, uh, that the majority brought forward to deal with catalytic converter theft. And what it did is created a bunch of penalties and mandates and penalties for scrapyards uh, that says that they have to uh, actually check. There's a numbering system to put on catalytic converters and a whole bunch of documentation that scrapyards have to follow. And if they don't follow things and they're caught by the police and not following these rigid requirements, they are they're fined and criminalized. Some of them are, are, are felony penalties. Uh, while uh, the effort is a good, it's, it's it's laudable that uh, there's an effort to do something. Uh, what we're doing here, instead of uh, paying attention to and creating cons- creating consequences for the people who violate the law, the, the guy with the sawzall under the car, you know, Ava, mm-hmm. um, instead of uh, creating consequences for him, uh, we've got the cops going over to the scrapyard. Um, it's, it's, I called it on the Senate floor. I called it a legislative rope-a-dope. Uh, trying to really tell the citizens we're doing something, but what we're doing is not what we're doing. We're not. This isn't going to stop uh, uh, theft of uh, catalytic converters. Um, instead, the same people who are under the car with the sawzall, instead of going to the scrapyard with it because uh, we built this into the law now, they'll go to Wisconsin with them and sell them over there right. and continue to cut them <laughs> off of our cars and trucks. So that that was the argument we had on the floor. Uh, it was passed by the Democrats. It's on its way to the governor. So still some work to do uh, there so that we can make sure people who are 
uh, responsible, actually are responsible for their actions. But, uh, Senator, I know that there are quite a few more bills that are going to be hitting the floor here soon, and it would be great to check in with you weekly to stay up to date on what's happening in District 20 and what can directly affect us here. So, uh, Steve, if people want to stay up to date, you actually have a newsletter people can subscribe to. Yes, we have a weekly newsletter we try to send out to bring people up to date on what has passed the legislature, what's happening and what's on the horizon. And uh, go to the website senate.mn, S-E-N-A-T-E dot M-N, and find my name under the list of members and then uh, when you get there, you can sign up for the email newsletter. You just type in your name and your email address, and you'll be on the list, and we'll send you an update. Yeah, just signed up myself. Super easy to do so. Subscribe to Senator Steve Draskowski's newsletter at Senate.mn. And, uh, Senator, looking forward to talking with you again next Friday to keep us informed. Thank you. You as well, Ava. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.